Hi, I'm Reverend Jillian Edwards. You're listening to Tales from the Reading Room. Last week, I had such a great conversation with Reverend Elaine Thomas. There were so many wonderful experiences and stories that we couldn't fit it all in one episode. So we've created a bonus episode. Take a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. I was in high school and I stayed home because I had a part-time job and I had exams coming up and my younger brother and parents drove to New York to go visit our grandparents. And it was a sunny afternoon and I was in the kitchen and all of a sudden I got this flash of my mother falling asleep at the wheel. It's a 500 mile trip approximately from where they lived. And, and Without thinking, I screamed at my mother and I said, Mom, don't die. Wake up. Wake up. And there were no cell phones in the 60s, (laughs) at least that I know of. And so I was totally unnerved because for just those few moments, I was like almost like inside the car and I saw her falling asleep at the wheel and I had no way to reach them. And, you know, I went out and took a walk and just... I got a call a few hours later and we got to grandma's blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And then she said, oh, by the way, she said the strangest thing happened. She said, all of a sudden, she said, after I'd been driving a couple hours because I didn't want to wake your father up and oh, I can make it to the next rest stop. I felt myself drifting off. And then all of a sudden, I heard you screaming at me and I heard it as if you were in the car. Mom, don't die. Wake up. And she said, I had just immediately pulled from the soft shoulder and got back on the road. She said, isn't that silly? She said, but somehow I said, Mom, it's not silly. Wow. Now, some of the people who think evidence is the only thing that counts, well, It's not the only thing that counts because I call it practical mediumship, using our gifts and and infusing them, whether somebody call it telepathy, um, clairvoyance, mediumship. It's all part of the bigger picture of our connection with that higher self and other dimensions. And it's comprehensive. It's not just one thing. And if I had been trained only to use my mediumship to talk to dead people, and I mean that respectfully, although I know somebody who calls them the living impaired because they're not. (laughs) And, And so if I had been trained in that narrow band, I might not have trusted and my mother might not have responded. And so it's about quality of life, not just sitting in a reading room or doing public demonstrations or laying hands on people or praying. It's, it, these are things that we've all been hardwired in and it's about teaching people that we all have these abilities to enhance the quality of life here as well as bring peace of mind and peace of heart about those who have left this dimension. Yeah, I don't have as dramatic a story, but I remember a while back walking home from work one day. So you have a lot on your mind, but all of a sudden I find myself saying, you know, if my dad was ever in hospital, I would really love it if they just really took kind care of him. 
okay. And I come in and I hear that my, my mom, my father's in hospital. Wow. Fast forward. Uh, everything was okay. But one of the things he noted was, do you know, they brought me a warm blanket in, in emergency. They were so nice to me. And I was like, I tuned in. Like, you know, you, you never know what dimensions you're working on, right? Like, I never judge it. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I've been taught never to judge it. But who knows what you're yelling you know, imagine if you'd been afraid and didn't. That's right. And didn't yell. And didn't. Right? That's right. And since you brought up your father, I'm going to tell a quick one about my dad. He had been yeah. dying over about an eighth month period from the chemo, the, the lung and the bone cancer. And about a week before his passing, he was being treated by hospice at home. In those days, it was different. This was in the mid eighties and um, hospice actually left a pint bottle of morphine on my mother's kitchen counter, which would never happen today. Oh my gosh. She was told what doses to give him. Uh, Before he passed, about a week and a half, two weeks before, I'm doing a reading for this delightful woman. It was the first time she'd had a reading and we were having a great time. And then all of a sudden I heard this whoosh and this lady across from me, it's full daylight, goes into freeze frame. And over to my left, diagonally leaning against the piano in my reading room is my dad standing there like translucent hologram. He goes, hi, Elaine. I just dropped in to say hello. And I said, are you dead yet, dad? And he laughed and he said, no, I'm not dead. He said, remember when your mother and I went to Portugal last year? And he started just this whole talk. And he said, there were places we didn't get to see. So I decided to go out and travel. And I've been going and seeing them and it's just been great. And he was going into all this detail. I'm looking at the lady, she's in freeze frame. And I thought, I have never had something like this happen. And I thought, (laughs) Am I going crazy? Am I hallucinating? And he kept talking and it was so made so much sense. And he said, finally, he said, well, honey, I got to go. I've got things to do this afternoon. Love you. See you soon. And disapparated in the words of Harry Potter world. And he was gone. And I just kind of like was felt so blessed, but unnerved. And the woman all of a sudden comes out of freeze frame as if nothing happened. And I had to get myself centered again, which I did in a moment or two. And we finished the reading. And then after that happened, I called my mother. She said, Elaine, before you tell me anything, I have had such a day with your father. I think that we're giving him too much morphine. He's hallucinating. And she proceeded to tell me all the things that he said to me almost verbatim about where he'd gone in Portugal that they hadn't been on on their trip. Wow. That is also because she and I were open, not just because I'm mediumistic, but we were open and, and it changed everything as it proceeded for when he passed over for all of us. So that's, you know, it's healing. It's about healing. It's about 
integrating all that we are. You know, so many religions talk about us being children of light. Hmm. We haven't stepped up the wattage and the ampage. Most of us live in a 110 world right. instead of claiming our birthright in a 220 and opening up, like you said, to the multiple dimensions on a healthy integrated level, not going off and being an ozone ranger commando, but integrating it into our lives on a practical level where, where, as they say in the U.S. Marines, we can be all that we can be. <laughs> but this is a very different topic than how they refer to it. <laughs>